This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Being the parent of a toddler can be challenging. You've read all the parenting books, visited all the websites, participated in all the parenting programs, and still, your child is misbehaving. Today, we're providing several scenarios to help you better understand your little one and get them back on track. I'm Susie Walton, founder of Indigo Village, and this is Parent Savers, episode 44. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Did you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I am your host, Sunny Galt. I'm your guest host. I'm also the host of our sister show, Preggy Pals, which is focused on pregnancy. Are you a member of the Parent Savers Club? Our club gives you access to all of our episodes, plus free bonus content after every new show, and giveaways and discounts. You can sign up on our website, parentsavers.com. I am a new parent. I have two sons, Sayer, who's two and a half, and Urban, who's 10 months old. I am Hillary Gardner. I am a child and family photographer, stillsbyhill.com. I am 30 years old, and I have one little girl who was four named Liliana. I didn't know that was her full name. I just, you Hillary just Gardner? Said, no, 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 no. Oh, oh Lily. Oh, Lily. <laughs> I know you. Oh, Liliana. Yes, yeah, Liliana. you just say Lily, so I didn't oh, know. Oh, we just call oh. her Lily, sometimes Liliana. Oh, that's cute. She calls herself Lil, you know, <laughs> whatever she wants. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we get started, here's John O'Reill with the best apps for new parents. Hey, Parent Savers. I'm John O'Reill, founder of FamilyFriendlyVideoGames.com, and I'm here to talk about helpful apps for new parents. Today, I want to talk to you about the Moogies, and this is a great app for two- and three-year-olds to just keep them entertained and occupied. It really is an interactive cartoon. It's not so much a game as it's just a series of funny things that happen to these nine different animal creatures. The startup screen is sort of set up like a phone dial pad, but then within each one, a creature is doing a funny thing. Maybe there's a horse exercising, and if you touch on the exercise ball, it blows up real big until it explodes, and the horse seemingly explodes into the screen in a funny way. Or maybe there's a science laboratory that's haunted by a ghost, and kids need to seek out and find each of the different places to touch within the screen to make the funny things happen. It keeps my three-year-old occupied for hours. They love playing it. They love showing it to their friends. It's called The Moogies. The Moogies is 99 cents. It's definitely one of our favorite apps that you should check out, and you can get a link to it on this week's episode page. But also listen to future episodes of ParentSavers.com for more great apps for new parents. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Today on Parent Savers, we have Susie Walton from Indigo Village, a virtual program that empowers parenting and child development. And Susie is helping us resolve some of the common issues we face every day with our toddlers. And oh my gosh, I just feel like day in and day out, it is like this struggle. I know. I agree. <laughs> it's Completely. Like, oh my God. They do things that you're just like, I didn't even know I had to protect against that. What? Or things that come out of your mouth and you're like, I can't believe I just had to say that like, to oh make my- you stop doing something. <laughs> right? Okay. Well, the main point of today's show is to give you guys a lot of different scenarios that you guys can use in your own life. But before we dive into that, I just want to talk about misbehaving in general, Susie. So what are some of the main reasons why toddlers misbehave? Why we all misbehave, but we'll <laughs> zero in on toddlers. Let's zero in on toddlers. <laughs> it's because misbehavior is a form of communication. We have a mindset that misbehavior means that a child's spoiled or they're, um, you know, we give in to them or you know, they're out to get us or Mm -hmm. they come from a bad genetic makeup. You know, we have all these reasons, but really the reason a child misbehaves is a form of communication because one of their basic needs are not being met, whether they're not feeling powerful or loved or like they're contributing members of the family or that they belong. Now, that's what they can believe and that is truth. We can't do anything about that, but what we can do is to help them feel more part of or a contributing member. First of all, it's important parents to remember misbehavior is communication. We are the only species on this planet that need more than food, water, and shelter to survive. Okay. As a human being, we have to have a sense of purpose, a sense of belonging, a sense of contribution, or we will self-destruct. We read about it, we yeah. see it. So if that, if you guys can just even get that one little piece from that today, it'll be huge. Your child still needs to go to bed, they still need to pick up their toys, and they need to stop hitting their sister, but... You're looking at it now as a form of communication, not that they're out to get wow. you, that they're spoiled brats or right. something. Right, yeah. and that does change the way you view things. It's a whole things. different paradigm. Oh, it is. Yeah. Wow. Okay, at what age would you say, do children typically know right from wrong? They Well, they can learn it. At, they start learning it when they start climbing up on a counter and we put them back down. Okay. Or they start putting their fingers in a socket <laughs> and you remove them. Yeah. You know, they start learning by our actions. Toddlers aren't out to misbehave, I don't think. They're just trying to figure out what this thing is we all call life. What's okay, what's not okay. Why is it okay to splash in the bathtub but not splash all our food in our high chair? Right. Why can we hose outside but not take the hose in the house and hose down inside? Right. So they're just still, they're trying to figure out what is right and wrong. It's how we handle it that has the biggest impact. I think a lot of people forget also that we were there at one point and we had to learn what's right and wrong we just know. We just take it for granted that they know they're not supposed to do that. <laughs> right. What are you thinking? Like, right. They they have to learn that. And we can do that without that. having to punish them. Yeah. We don't have to spank them on the bottom and say, don't you do that. We don't have to do that. Yeah. You absolutely. just remove them. Right. Yeah. And you say, that's not okay. Yeah. And you keep doing it. Right. Right. So, yeah, that kind of leads me into the next point, And that is, at what point is some form of discipline necessary? Because... Yes, they are trying to communicate with us, but at the same time, my kid will do something over and over and over again, and me removing him from the situation—it's just not work. It's just not working. He's just—he's trying to communicate with me. I get that, 
<laughs> well, what is what, what's he doing? What's he doing? If I in the morning, you know, can't open his door because uh, I got those little locky things or whatever on the doors. Um, so he's got to stay in there until I come get him up. And if I don't get him up right when he wants to get up, he will start taking everything out of his dresser drawers <laughs> and throwing it I in just his went room. This last week, <laughs> oh god, and she's four. So I probably what do I have a year and a half more of this crap that I'm gonna I do think it. probably more than a year and a half. Okay, so but, but it drives me crazy, and I and I say to him, I'm just like Sayer, you can't do this, honey. Like, just I mean, and I don't even know what to do, but it's like it's just not working. Me saying okay, no, so first of all, because what I heard you say is you tell him you can't do this, then what can he do? Like, he have, can leave them in the drawer. <laughs> well, have you told them that? <laughs> no. Yeah. See, th- so the thing is, parents, especially women, moms. A long time ago, many of us learned it wasn't okay to ask for what we wanted. Uh-huh. So it's almost like, and, and knowing what you want is a sign of healthy self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And so we learn not to ask for what we want, but we're good at saying what we don't want. Right. And the thing is, when you tell a child, so right now, everybody who's listening to this broadcast, close your eyes. <laughs> and with your eyes closed, don't visualize a gray elephant. Now open your eyes. You all saw the elephant. Because the brain has does, does nothing with the word don't. So when we're telling our kids, don't get out of bed, don't throw your clothes, don't splash, don't hit. All they hear is get out of bed, throw mm-hmm. food, and splash and hit. <laughs> and you're not allowing them to be cooperative because you're not telling them what you want. I try and do, we have the very the similar thing. Like, my daughter will just come up and she's just hit me. Just out oh, of the yeah. blue, whatever. And I'm like, right. we use our hands to color. We use our hands to clap. Whatever. We don't hit. So should I just exclude we don't hit? Just keep no, saying what No, what I want you do? to exclude is saying we. Because are oh. you? I want you to use the word I. I am not okay with being hit. I'm okay that you're mad or I'm okay you wanted something. I am not okay with you hitting me. Oh, so you're going to okay. have to figure out a different way of letting me know. Oh, got it. Okay. Okay? Yes. So t- use the word I. <laughs> Be accountable. Own your stuff. But I'm very, like, I'll tell her, you can't come out of your room in the morning until the clock says whatever. You can read books. You I want can. you to stay in your room oh, until the clock to gets to room. here. And got it. if you want, you can read books or you can play with your animals. Okay. Or she's four. Yeah. To quit telling her what to do. I mean, she's what good at that you, point now. She's much better now. Trust what can me. you do but, to take care of yourself in the morning? And your son's two? Two and a half. He's getting there. Yeah. What can you do in your room that's work that's okay with me until I open the door? Yeah. What are some ideas? Because sometimes our kids are so... Oh. Pa- your kids are still in that... Between two and five, it's a very power stage. Oh, my, oh my right? gosh. So you- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> The power, the power struggle, it's just, like I'll say, um, we're going to do this after you, we'll go somewhere, whatever. Well, I don't really like that place Mm -hmm. anymore. Like, she knows exactly, you know, and she wants to do it on her terms, and if I do something for her just because we're running late and I just have to, she'll redo it. She will take it apart, take off her shoes, do whatever, because she has to do it on her end. Patience. So, (laughs) more often often than not, you want to say... You want to ask them a question, question versus telling. Like, what do you want to do when we're done here? Do you want to do this or that? Or um, what do you put, have to put on your feet now before we go outside? Oh, or? she says nothing. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's the response because she knows what I'm trying to. I give her choices. I was told. Okay. Give choices. Choices are great. Like things you're Well, then okay you with. say, listen, it's time to get leave. Do you want to put on your shoes or you want me to put them on? She'll say nothing. We've, well, then we've you put them, Then you put them on. <laughs> yeah. Don't sit yeah. there and negotiate. Yeah. Put them on. Hmm, okay. Or do you want to put your shoes on in, in in the house or in the car? Yeah. And not even always choices. One of the best phrases, especially for a four year old and two and a half year olds getting there, is saying to them, "How are we going to make this work? 
Mm-hmm. One night, a dad was trying to get his four-year-old to go to bed, and it became a full-on power struggle. The little boy didn't want to go to bed at all. So the dad was raising his voice and getting really angry, and he could hear it. So he stopped, and he said to his son, this isn't working. What are we going to do? Four-year-old said, well, Daddy, you could stop yelling at me. Well, if Dad hadn't been in the middle of my parenting class, he said he would have said, if you listened to me the first time, I wouldn't have to yell at you. Was there a recording in my (laughs) house? Because this is the exact situation in words. So listen, so listen. So then the dad says... You know what? You're right. I should never yell at you. So then he said again, so what are we going to do? The four-year-old said, I could go to bed. Dad said, that would be great. Thanks for your help. Oh, my God. It's like words of gold. (laughs) There's a light shining down on her. That's a true story. This dad was in awe the next week when he came to my class. He was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because he had a power four-year-old. Yeah. Well, and when you have two people who are both very want what they want and they're not going to stop backing up against each other, that's... Right. Right. Okay. So the original question was about discipline, you know? (laughs) Let's get back to... No, 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 no. That's fine. This is all good. But at what point... Discipline discipline? means to teach. Okay. We we start teaching the moment they're born. Right. Okay. 95% of what they learn is what we model. I tell parents of toddlers, especially toddlers, actions speak louder than words. They don't need a lot of words. My granddaughter has been throwing her diaper away from the moment she could hold something. Because mm-hmm. I would take her to the trash, and now she just knows, like, you know, please throw your diaper away, and she goes and throws it away. Right. You know, it's like you have a child who keeps grabbing stuff. You just remove I know you said you've been doing that a lot, Sunny, yeah. but keep removing them and removing them. Count. Be entertained by it. I wonder how many times it's going to take. This <gasps> one mom said 20 times. Susie, 20 times he pushed my limit. Uh-huh. And I and I, he, he was and he finally quit. I'm like, and how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was exhausted. I go well. Congratulations, because first of all, kids know by age three if you're actually going to stick to a limit that you set. Right. You just taught your. You just gave a beautiful example to your child that when he's in high school and someone's trying to get him to do something he probably shouldn't do, mm-hmm. you just modeled twenty times of holding to your limit. Mm. And it's all about modeling. Right. And that's why I tell parents too when you're setting limits with these kids. Don't set a limit you're not willing to follow through with. Right. I don't care if you're tired, because if you give in if you're tired, if you're teaching your kid when they're in high school and they're tired to give in to what they shouldn't right. be giving into. So right. it's always modeling. Right. So discipline starts from the moment, because it's, it means to teach. Okay. I think a lot of people, too, confuse discipline with punishment. Yeah. And that's a huge problem, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, discipline to teach. Dis- disciples are teachers. Mm-hmm. We're teachers. That's a really good point. Where yeah. we get in trouble is when we try to be a parent while we discipline. When you're disciplining, look at yourself as an educator. Mm-hmm. When you're snuggling and having fun and playing with your child, be a parent there. I see. But we are our kids' most important educator they'll ever have. Sure. So what are some of the common mistakes that parents make when it comes to their toddlers misbehaving? Like what what are we doing that we most of us are doing that we shouldn't be doing? The biggest thing you're doing you're asking them too many times over and over again. Okay. You know, it's time to take a bath. It's time to take a bath. Hey, we gotta get come on, you gotta take a bath. You gotta take a bath <laughs> And then the kid starts crying and you're like oh, I can't believe I was yelling already, you know and anyways, so that's the, the repeat part is ridiculous okay tell them once and first of all touch is the road to a child's mind so when you want your child to do something if you touch them between the shoulder and the elbow for some reason 
You just touch them on the arm. They look at you and you say bath or bed or toys, whatever it is that you want. But one word, because we talk way too much too, especially as women. So (laughs) touch and then one word. And then, and if you forget, and I go, Sunny, time for a bath, because I just forget. And you don't respond. Uh Instead of saying, Sunny, I go with no words, no words, parents, mothers, no words. And I go pick up Sunny and I take her to the bathtub with no words. We get in trouble. Okay, then I'm going to have to carry you now. And then the tantrums take place. Yeah. Like we give them, like we throw a piece of, like some gas into a fire yeah. on our way to the fire. Is it bad in that type of situation? Sometimes I've noticed with my daughter when she'll do that power struggle, I'll try and turn something into a game to get her to distract. Right when I notice she's starting to throw fit, I'll throw her my shoulder and tickle her and do something to totally distract her. And then it turns into she'll That's totally fine. listen. That's fine. Okay. Not, I did one thing right. Fast. You get an A. Oh, yes. Just not all the time. But when you, you know, yeah, when you I feel just, like you can do it, that wouldn't work if they're already on the full on tantrum Yeah, mode. no, that doesn't But, you know, work. when they're kind of like, you know, and then you just do it. it yeah. Works. So in the situation with the bath, for instance, like my husband does bath. To, he's in charge of the the baths and whatnot. And I hear the power struggle going on in the shower the whole entire time. Stop splashing me. Stop it. And then it starts to yelling, all right, you're getting out. Like, how in that situation would be a good way to, when you're telling, stop splashing me. Please stop splashing me. We don't splash. Like, what would you say in that? I'm not okay with you splashing I'm not okay with you splashing. So your choice is? I'm not okay with you splashing. Stop splashing or the consequence will be you get out. Okay. Instead of saying, if you don't stop. Yeah, I try not then to do the ifs. That's a threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah I try not to do the ifs. So because I've, the choice yeah. is, your choice is keep the water in the shower or the bathtub, or the consequence will be I'm going to have you get out because I'm not okay with the splashing. Okay. They splash one more time. We don't say that's your last warning. No, we get them out. Mm-hmm. They don't need a last warning. We don't need to count to three. Right. Anyone has that one, two, three magic book, throw it away, man. <laughs> My like, daughter goes four, five, six. Yeah. <laughs> I know, really? What are you going to do? Beat them at three? <laughs> two and a half, two and 98s, two and, you know. <laughs> Just do it! <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we ask them to do it too many times, right? Once so is all they need. Once is all they need. What else are we doing wrong? Are we yelling too much? I feel like I yell all the time. Well, the I thing feel is, like we yell too much. You know, we yell at it like, you know, Hillary, come here. I need you to, you know, come eat. And then you're like, Hillary, you know, and then, and then they, and then Hillary is like, mom, I'm like, don't you yell at me. If you want me, come and get me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another thing too, is like, if we want them to do something, go up to them. Yes, I have heard this. Do not call from them from another right. room. We're very you're, guilty of this. Oh, you're teaching them. Lily, bring me da 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 da. Lily, can you please go da 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 da. And there's just no need to yell at them. Be more entertained by them. They're not yeah. out to get us. They have a mind of their own. We have, you know, there's limits they need. Right. But in general, relax a little bit with them. Have fun with them. Because they're hilarious. It's it's true. If, Aren't if they you, so funny? Yes, it is so true. And you know, so I'm feeding into one more thing. Yeah. The importance for you parents to take care of yourselves. Because you know if you've slept eight hours or you worked out, them spilling their milk or them, you know, yeah. doing something that doesn't have m- that much impact with you. But if you haven't slept... That's when we just start yelling mm-hmm. and getting yeah. short with them. And it's not about them, it's us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we take care of ourselves, we are much more tolerant as a parent and much and much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I always say if your kids are driving you crazy, there's a 99% chance that you're, you're driving, driving them, them crazy. crazy. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sounds like my house. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about specific scenarios parents face every day with their toddlers. We'll be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everyone. Today we are talking about misbehaving toddlers. And our special expert is Susie Walton of Indigo Village. All right, so let's dive into some of these scenarios, okay? Most parents have this happen at one point or another. What do you do when your child says no and then hits you, kicks you, does something, I mean, maybe not necessarily in that order, but the whole rebelling in that in that manner. So first of all, don't provide an opportunity for your child to say no if that's not an opportunity that you want to hear, mm-hmm. okay, so to speak. So for me to say, Sonny, are you ready for your bath? Mm-hmm. You say no. Well, the, and I say, well, you have to. Mm-hmm. So why don't I ask? Right. Okay. Okay. It's important that kids know how to say no, so give it to them when you're okay. Hey, Sonny, you want a carrot? No. Okay. So I'm letting you be comfortable, but don't ask when there's, that's not an option. Mm-hmm. So it's bath time. You want to hop to the bath or you want me to carry you? And they might say, no, no bath. Then with no words, you pick them up and take them to the bath. Okay. We, I'm telling you guys, the reason a lot of the hitting and stuff takes place is because when we say, then I'm going to carry you because you have, to, you know, we start talking to them. What? Yeah. Across <laughs> my face. I can't you, even tell you. Right. So if you just pick them up with yeah. no words, you're halfway to the bathroom before they even know where they're going because mm-hmm. you never spoke. Right. You just follow through. So that's a huge one. If they do hit you, you say, though, I am not okay with you hitting me. I'm okay with you being mad. Mm-hmm. I am not okay with hitting. And I walk away. And I'll say to her in that situation, exactly the same, like, I'm not okay with you hitting me. And I say, um, you're upset. You use your words. Tell me how you feel. Do not yeah. hit. But I don't know. Maybe that's not the right thing. Well, but. that's a lot of words oh. at that moment. Yeah, you it. just okay. said use your words. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the thing is, you guys... Um, what you said, though, Hillary, is great, but that needs to be talked about at a calm time. Oh, got it. Okay. I've noticed sometimes, Lily, when you get mad at me, you hit me. Okay. And you say things. It's you know, and then you say it's okay that you're mad, and then you have that conversation. But in the heat of the moment, when emotions are going, uh-huh. so when kids get emotionally charged, or actually all of us, the blood leaves the thought- logical part of the brain and moves into the emotional stem of the brain. The teaching okay. takes place at calm times. Okay. 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 Like if you look at John Wooden, one of the all-time best basketball coaches in ever all time from UCLA. If you ever watched him coach, he hardly coached during the game. His coaching went, took place at practice. Mm. In the game time, he'd sit there with his little program folded up and you know call timeouts, but there wouldn't be a lot of teaching. You can't mm-hmm. teach in that in that moment. Right. Okay. Right. When you hear of a child who does a lot of kicking or hitting, yeah. it usually means they're very kinesthetic. See, auditory kids who learn by listening, mm-hmm. they usually use their words. Kinesthetic kids, they show you how they feel by their actions. Mm. So the hitting and the kicking, is he's telling you how he's feeling just through his body. Right. So it, it's hard to, f- to tell a kinesthetic child, use your words. Because uh-huh. they're like, why? I just hit you. Don't you know how I feel? <laughs> you mean, it'd be like telling an auditory child, don't tell me how you feel. Show me. And yeah. they're like, why? I just told you I'm mad. Hmm. And I'm not promoting hitting, but what I am going to promote right now is to tell you guys with these kinesthetic kids, they're the ones that kick, bite, and hit. If they're mad... Tell them to grab their T-shirts and, and stomp their feet and go, mad, mama, mad, mad, mad. But here I'm, he's grabbing his shirt so he's not hitting you. Uh-huh. He's ki- stomping his feet so he has some action behind it. Yeah. But he's not hurting anyone. Okay. It works beautifully. Hmm. 
So teach him to do that. Just hold his T-shirt or put his hands in his pocket. Would that work for like a not even two-year-old? You mean like your husband? No. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he's not listening. Um, No, for like my nephew, for instance. Like he has two older sisters. He's almost two. His sister's 14 and uh, nine. Mm -hmm. So he sees them. He repeats a lot of their behavior. And so the nine-year-olds will like stomp off when she's upset. So now he has started stomping off and like hitting. She doesn't hit. But, you know, he started doing a lot of that. So is that something my sister could incorporate? Yeah, grab the t-shirt. Grabbing a shirt. Grab the bottom shirt and and grab on it. Mad mama. Mad, mad, mad. Okay. Okay, tantrums in public, mm-hmm. okay? Because this, ha- regardless, you know, when I try to go out, inevitably something's going to happen. So this is everything from, you know, you're at whatever store and they just have a complete meltdown. You've got your list of stuff you got to get done and it's just an all-out, drag-out, you know, tantrum. Um, to eating in public, you know? I mean, it, for me, my little guy is very active and if I make him sit for, you know, a specific amount of time, he will get restless. So in general... Like, how do you handle those? Because you also, as a parent, you feel like you're being judged by other people when you're mm-hmm. out in public. Like, so first of all, you're not being judged. All the other parents are looking at you going, oh, my God, thank God that's not me. That's sometimes what I say to mom. Oh, really? Parents are thinking I've that. I've been there. The only parents I've ever judged are the parents that are grabbing their kids or spanking them in public. But the kids who are on the tantrum and the parents sitting there are like, I'm like, oh, my God, you poor woman. Hang in there. It, all, it works. It happens to all of us. <laughs> They're agree. not judging you. They're like, oh, I feel so bad for yeah. you. So don't worry about the judgment part, okay? okay? Also, make sure the timing's right when you take them. Uh-huh. You know, make sure they have food in their stomach. Make sure they've, you know, they're not ready for a nap and you're trying to throw right. in a market at the mm-hmm. last second. Right. Make sure you haven't thrown them in and out of the car seat for like five times straight. Yeah. Like they have to have some runaround time in between okay. to get some of that exercise. You know, carry a snack that you know they like mm-hmm. yeah. that they can eat in the... What I have found works with Lily, now that she's a little older, I'll say, can you find me? I'm looking for whatever. Can you help me find something that's purple? So get them involved. Like, I get her involved. We had one meltdown at a store where I was, like, not knowing what to do. And I have a bad back. I have... I can't Mm -hmm. lift my daughter a lot of the times. And then she had fractured her clavicle. So we had two double whammies against us. And I had to go to Costco. Had to, had to, had to. She wanted to sit in the front cart. But I couldn't lift her, not only because of my back, but you couldn't lift by her arms because Uh. the clavicle. So I had to lift by her waist. She didn't want to sit in the back of the cart. She wanted to sit in the front of the cart. Literally threw herself down on the floor, spread arms out, like (sighs) freaking out because she wanted to sit. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I just... What'd you do? I'm like, honey, we got to get up. And I held her and I just gave her a hug. I'm like, calm down. Like, <laughs> we can walk or you can sit in the back. I want to sit in the front. <laughs> I mean, just, and I've never had to deal with that. I've been really lucky where she hasn't really thrown a big fit in public. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And moms are looking at me and I'm like, oh my God. That's what yeah. you ask him. Uh-huh. But see, it takes a village. Yeah. That's what you ask a mom. Say, listen, she wants to be in the front. I have a bad back. Would you be willing to put her in the front? Like yeah. you ask someone. I know, but I feel bad. You like, can't. You got kid. it. It takes a village. <laughs> I tell this to my clients. Like, I can help you. I'll carry your kid. I'll do it. See? Right. It's my own kid. I know. Yeah. Take, quit trying to do things on your yeah. own parents out there. It takes a village. Yeah. Yeah. And anybody I, at Costco would have been more than happy to help you with that baby and get her back up in the thing. Yeah. So. You know what sometimes I do? If I feel bad to ask for help, I'll make a bigger deal out of it than what it is. And usually people will feel bad and just offer to help. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to get in the car? What am I going to do? Oh, my God. I would love to see that, Sonny. <laughs> it has happened. That I would be done awesome. That's funny. <laughs> okay. So that kind of covers going out in public. Okay. What if your kid is jealous of other siblings? That means they've lost their place in the family dynamics. They don't know where they belong. 
Okay. So they get jealous. So you want to find their own little, like they become the keeper of the time or mm-hmm. they become your kitchen assistant, especially the older they ones. Need when they, get they need a role. They need a specific role. <laughs> Jobs, okay. responsibilities. Well, they need role play, a, yeah. a new spot, especially yeah. the oldest when they get dethroned by the babies. Mm-hmm. It's it's called dethronement. So all of a sudden you have to find them a new place to, you know, belong. And, 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 and to stay away from the saying, you get to, you know, be a good helper to your sister. Like, don't use the word good. You know, it, it, keep the sister out of it. They want something more. Like they want something in, that's uniquely theirs. Yeah, like the yeah. supervisor of the dog. Like them, if they the like baby big wasn't names. there, what would they be doing? Kind of like well, that? Big, no, if the baby wasn't there, they'd be running <laughs> no, the show. No, their, their, jo- their quote, job, not involving the baby at all. Yeah, yeah something that's that's a baby. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Kitchen yeah. assistant is a great one. And if they're saying, well, when it comes to jealousy, if they're saying, well, I wish I could ride my bike as good as, you know, Hillary, uh-huh. you say, well, do you want to ride your bike that good? Or I wish I, I could spell like, you know, my brother... Do you want to spell better? Because sometimes they say that kind of stuff just to see what you mm-hmm. respond because they think that you might like them, the other child more because they can do something better. Right. So you just say, if you want to practice your spelling words, I'll help you if that's that important to you. Or if you want to practice riding your bike, I can help you with that. And they'll say, nah, it's okay. I'm going to go throw a baseball or something. So they're just kind of checking you out to see how you felt. Because they're they're testing us too, just as much as we're learning our roles oh, and trying. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. I feel like he's testing me. All well, they're all testers. They're, they're trying to figure out what's okay, what's not okay. I know a lot of parents have issues like sleep issues, like their kids don't want to sleep. You know, it's nap time. I know I fight with nap time quite a bit. You know, and and, and what I do now, you know, we have a set nap time. It's one o'clock, and he goes down, and you know. He's good once he's down. It's getting him down, you mm-hmm. know? So, but I, what I've been doing is we eat right before. So I'm hoping to fill up his belly, make him nice and comfortable, make sure his diapers change, do all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, put him down. But, you know, inevitably, unless he's just really tired, it'll take a half hour and I will hear hitting on the walls. I'll hear stuff coming out of drawers, you know? So, so what do you oh, So he's do? not in a crib. Oh, no, 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 no. He, he escaped out of the crib at 18 months. So I had to. <laughs> okay. Well, the thing is, my granddaughter does the same thing. I was just there yesterday. It took her an hour to fall asleep. She's in there jumping. Yes. Kicking the crib. Because she's in a crib still. Okay. Jumping around, kicking, singing. I ignore it until I hear some crying. And then I go in because she, she either has to get her diaper changed yeah. or, or threw her binky out. Okay. Pacifier. Yep. Sometimes everything out of her crib's gone. Blankets, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And then I put it back in with no words. I give her a banky, I lay her down, and I go, it's time for sleep. Well, now she's mimicking me as, as I, I walk out the door. She goes, time to sleep, time to sleep, time to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> How do you not laugh? Like, I have a really hard time not laughing. I have when... to turn my head so I can't I laugh. I know. I know. <laughs> because once she does fall asleep like your son, yeah. she's out for two oh, hours. Yeah. But it it can take up to an hour. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not giving in to her and letting her get out of the crib because yeah. she's tired. Yeah. <laughs> so if my kid is going crazy in his room and it's nap time, it's okay just to leave him in there. Just let him. Yeah. Because he'll he, crash eventually. Yeah. My walls may get damaged, but Well, you crash. could say to him, when you're ready to go to sleep, just go back, put yourself back in bed. That, yeah, because he'll fall asleep mm-hmm. on the floor. Yeah. He'll be so mm-hmm. exhausted. Ask him. He just just falls say, asleep. go to sleep back in bed. So do we have a t- I have a story. Let me okay. tell you. Yeah. So I, I tell parents, like, you know, bedtime's bedtime at night. And, you know, if, I used to say if they're seven or eight and they're not tired, just say, okay, well, read in your mm-hmm. bed and yeah, fall asleep when you're mm-hmm. ready. Well, last year, this man, my dad in my class, he goes, you know, I actually have a three and a half year old and every night has been horrific. He's pounding on the door and when, when we shut the door, he ends up falling asleep eventually, but all the books are on the ground, lights are on and he's right by the door. Mm-hmm. He goes, so the next night after you cl- your class, I went to my three and a half year old. I said, listen, from now on, you're in charge of putting yourself to bed. I'm going to shut the door when it's time for bed. 
but you can go to sleep whenever you're ready. But what I'd really appreciate from you is if you turn off the light and be in bed when you're done. The very first night, it gets quiet. He goes in there, the light's out, and he, the boy's in bed. Because mm-hmm. the dad told him, but three and a half, that's pretty young. So you yeah. can just tell you're two and a half. Right. I don't know if he'll get it yet, but when you're ready to fall into sleep, just get back into bed and go to sleep. Okay. Well, thank you, Susie. You're welcome. Thank you. for providing us with this Absolutely. information. For more information about Susie, about Hillary and I, and uh, more resources on this topic, you can visit our website, parentsavers.com. After the show, for our Parent Savers Club members, we'll explore a couple more scenarios submitted by our Facebook friends. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Before we conclude today's episode, here is blogger David Vienna of the Daddy Complex. Hi, Parent Savers. This is the Daddy Complex. I'm David Vienna, father of twin boys, and if my experience has taught me anything about parenting, it's that I know nothing about parenting. That vintage 1976 wool rug that you discovered at the thrift store? Roll it up. That limited edition Army of Darkness figurine of ash complete with chainsaw hand? Pack it away. The antique chairs your parents passed down to you in the hopes that they would one day be passed on to their grandchildren? That succession stops with you, unless splintered chairs are the new trend. Childproofing your home protects your kids, but I defy you to find a way to protect your home or anything else from your kids, which is why it's best if you just stop getting upset about damage done, and maybe if something needs to be replaced, get the cheap version. It'll get damaged again. Last year, we purchased a new minivan. We love it. It makes it super easy to haul around two toddlers, a dog, and whatever groceries, luggage, jetpack prototypes we may have, and don't get me started on the sound system. Anyway, I don't know when the newlywed title of new car officially wears off, but the bit I'm about to relay happened at about the three-month mark, and three months is by no means old. It still had that new car smell. One holiday weekend as we drove north for a visit with the grandparents, our son Wyatt got a tickle in his throat, coughed twice, then projectile vomited a bottle's worth of milk all over the back of the passenger seat and inside the door and the floor mats and his car seat. Just to offer a little turning of a knife, he wasn't even sick. He just coughed too hard and then did an impression of a dairy fountain. So just three months after we purchased the minivan, I had to shell out a chunk of change to have the thing detailed. But because I already accepted that everything we have is subject to destruction by the boys, I wasn't upset. It's just part of raising a toddler, or in my case, two incredibly destructive toddlers. There's simply no way around it. Your children will destroy stuff. There are entire blogs dedicated to this truism. So getting mad about it proves about as useful and worthy as screaming at the moon. And once your tot shoves a peanut butter and jelly sandwich into your new Blu-ray player, if you don't keep some perspective, you'll go start raving mad and do just that. Check out more of my terrible advice at thedaddycomplex.com, The Huffington Post, or on Twitter at The Daddy Complex. You can also view episodes of Fighting with Babies, my puppet web series for parents at thedaddycomplex.com slash FWB. And be sure to keep listening to Parent Savers for more fatherly tips. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals, which is all about pregnancy, and The Boop Group, which is all about breastfeeding. This is Parent Savers, empowering new parents.
This has been a new Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.